Whether our society like it or not, women tend to communicate in different ways than men, and this is why a lot of relationships can have friction and tension in them just because of the communication challenges. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. So last week, I was working with a client, and we were talking about the difference between masculine communication and feminine communication. Now, feminine doesn't always necessarily relate to a female and masculine doesn't always relate to a male. Yet in most heterosexual and homosexual relationships, there is one person who is more masculine and one person who is more feminine. They are different in the way that they express themselves through their energy, but also through their communication. So what I explained and the reason why I want to share this is because so many people have tension in their intimate relationship just due to poor communication and not understanding whether they are a masculine person or whether they are a feminine person, naturally, and also whether they are being naturally masculine or naturally feminine in a moment. So what I mean by that is that feminine communication, and I'll go to communication, feminine communication tends to communicate in flow. So if we go back to old Chinese philosophy and ancient philosophy, where the terms and idea of masculine and feminine come up and originate from, feminine communication is all about flow. It's about moving through and flowing through a story. The problem is, is that sometimes the flow can go a bit out of control. So Jess will come in sometimes and communicate and she'll be like, hey, just want to know, can I buy the red t-shirt? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, well, I was just thinking, you know, a red t-shirt would look really, really good. And I was thinking that it would go well with my black cap. And I'm like, I have no idea where this communication came from. How did you get to that point of communication? And she's like, well, I was walking down the street and I saw a dog and the dog had a, a little red vest on and it reminded me of a t-shirt that was red that I really wanted to buy. But then I started thinking about what else would go with a red t-shirt. And then because of the red t-shirt, I was like, I need to buy a black cap, but in order to get the black cap, I also need a red t-shirt. And so I thought I'd just come in here and ask you, do you think that those things go well together? And I'm like, I got no fucking idea what you're talking about, but buy whatever you want, right? So that's feminine communication. Now, that doesn't always mean that it's women who are doing that. Sometimes men do that as well. It just depends whether they're in their feminine energy or when they're in their masculine energy, and I'll explain the two in a minute. So feminine energy can be in flow. This is why sometimes if you get a group of women around together who are more feminine in nature, their communication will seem completely unstructured. They'll just be randomly talking about random shit to a masculine person. But to the group of women, they will understand it. But to a guy who is masculine, they're sitting there going, I have no fucking idea what they're talking about because there is no structure to that communication. Whereas someone who's masculine, they communicate in literal terms. So it'll be, I did this, then this happened, then this happened. Feminine communication is, oh, at lunchtime today, I started doing this, but that was because in the morning I started doing this, which then would lead me to why this happened this afternoon. But yesterday this thing happened, and that's why that happened. And then so now it's become something at lunch. There is a flow and it's all interlinked into each other. It's just very confusing. It's not structured. 
masculine is very structured. So masculine energy is all about structure and process. Feminine energy is about creativity and flow. So these are the two different types of communication. Now, anyone who works with creatives knows this because creatives tend to communicate and to structure their time in unstructured ways, which is feminine. And so sometimes if you're working with a highly creative person, when they communicate, they're all over the shop with their communication. Whereas a high-level executive who is very, very structured, they will be talking in very literal. They want to know point A of the agenda is this, then we talk about this, then we come to a resolution, this is the outcome, we delegate responsibilities. Topic number two, that's masculine communication. Now, how does this affect intimate relationships? Well, sometimes if Jess is in her feminine, she will just start talking about the most random things that I don't understand. Then what will happen is if I don't acknowledge those things and listen to her effectively through her emotions, feminine energy communicates through emotions in the way that they feel. So the structure of the story really is only trying to highlight how she feels about things. Now, if I sit there and I go, what's the point of this story? She'll say, you're not listening. And I'll say, I am listening. I heard that you did this, then you did this, then this happened, and then that happened. She's, yeah, but you don't understand. To the masculine energy and the males normally who are listening to this, they're like, fuck, this shit happens all the time. Same as the client that I was with the other day. I'm working with a business client and he's having some challenges at home. And the challenges at home are happening because he's normally very masculine in the way he communicates at work and he works with a lot of other males who are also very masculine. So they get to the fucking point. They explain shit. They say exactly what they mean. They say exactly what they need. Then he goes home and his partner communicates in a feminine way and she's communicating through her feelings and her emotions. And so the communication is unstructured. She doesn't say what she means because she's communicating about what she feels. So there is no meaning. It's only about feeling. And then he gets all stressed out and frustrated. Then she gets pissed off because he's not listening. But when a feminine energy says you're not listening, it's not that he's not listening. is that he's listening in a masculine way. And masculine energy communicates literally. So when she says, I'm upset, I've had a bad day, work was shit, he goes, here's a solution to that problem. She says, you're not listening to me. He says, I'm fucking listening. You told me about all these problems and I'm telling you, either go quit your job or here's a solution to that. She says, no, you're not listening to me. You just don't get it. You don't understand me. You don't listen to me. You don't get what I'm trying to say. He's sitting there confused as fuck, scratching his head going, I have no fucking idea what I should do here. I'm giving you a solution to the problem that you're communicating and you're telling me that I'm not listening, but I am listening. And she's going, no, you're not listening to me. And now they're completely disconnected as a couple, right? That is typical masculine feminine communication issues. Now, feminine communicates in emotions and how they feel. So what he needed to do, and this is what I explained to him, is when she is communicating, don't listen to the words Listen to the feelings that are being expressed. So if she says, I've had a really rough day, and she says, here's why I've had a rough day, you don't need to understand why, you just need to know that she had a rough day. Then she says, and it's really stressing me out. All you need to know is I've had a rough day and I'm stressed. Then after that, she will talk for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes about all these things. None of that matters, logically. All he needed to do was to, at the end, when she's finished communicating, sit there and just say, 
It sounds like you've had a really rough day and I can understand why you're stressed. Come here and give me a cuddle. In a woman's mind who is feminine, now some women are going to send me messages and say, not all women are like that. They are when they're feminine. But men are also like that when they're feminine. Men can be feminine and men can be masculine. Women can be feminine and women can be masculine. There are times where Jess is very masculine and there are times where Jess is feminine. Naturally, Jess's natural energy is more feminine and mine energy is naturally more masculine. Now, I can become feminine and Jess can become masculine in our communication styles and the way we feel. And I'll explain why in a minute. But what I explained to him is that if he just does that and gives her a cuddle, she will feel understood and as though he understands her feelings and what she's expressing because feminine energy is an expressive energy. That's why it tends to talk in roundabout ways and describes everything in detail because it's expressive. It's expressing itself. It's not logical. It's expressive. Whereas the masculine energy is logical, not very expressive. So when I explain this to him, the next morning I get a message and he's like, holy shit. I realized I was so shit at communicating with my partner. She sat there and she spoke about everything that was going on in her life. And all I did was just listen to how she felt. And I felt like the world's biggest piece of shit because I realized I'd never listened to her. And he said, that moment, everything changed in our relationship because she was able to express herself and I understood it. I wish this shit was taught at school. All these dits motherfuckers out there are all talking about males and females and what women want and what men want and all that shit. But they don't understand the basics that's been spoken about for thousands of years in ancient philosophies about the difference between masculine energy and feminine energy, about masculine structure and feminine flow. They communicate differently. And any relationship, in order for there to be polarity in a relationship, you need a masculine and a feminine energy. If I'm feminine, so after an event when I'm tired and burnt out, I go feminine because feminine is a healing energy. So I go very feminine. So my communication becomes more expressive about how I feel. What I notice is that Jess normally becomes a lot more masculine and she will become more structured and rigid in her communication and also in her actions. That's because in order for our relationship to have polarity, the energy exchange changes. But then what I notice is if I start bumming around and I fuck around, and I become too feminine. She then starts to pick on all the shit that I don't do and I get frustrated, which then creates the fire in my belly and I become more masculine again. So when a guy comes to me and they're like, man, my partner just picks on all this shit. I'm like, it's because you're being weak as piss. You're feminine. Stop being weak as a masculine person and start being decisive, start making decisions and start taking action towards things because your partner is saying, I feel unsafe around you because you're too caught up in your emotions and you're too caught up in your head and you're not being decisive and taking action. Now I'm afraid. This is why women pick on men in relationships because the man is being feminine. They're being too expressive. So when a guy gets home from work and they just sit on the couch and they're bummed out and they're being lazy and they're not taking action to do shit around the house and they're not taking action to support the family, that'll be okay for a couple of days. The feminine energy will allow you to get away with that. But eventually they're going to get pissed off and they're going to start to pick at you because they're saying, I need someone in the family who is more structured because structure is safety to the feminine energy. Hi, Driven Mofos. You're probably aware that I've been working flat out on our social media presence to try to expand our community of Driven Mofos globally. I've been posting tons of free content to keep you inspired, driven, and working towards your goals. So if you haven't already followed and subscribed to all my social media channels, please make sure you do so as I post different content on different platforms. The links are available in the description of this podcast down below. Women in general tend to feel more unsafe around masculine energy. Masculine energy makes big problems small. 
They have to. Because in nature, for a man to go out and hunt and to go and take on an attacker, they have to see the problem as being small that they can handle. If there's a bear about to attack the tribe, the masculine energy has to see the bear, not be afraid and go, fuck it, I'll kill it. So they make a big problem small. That's hardwired into most masculine people. When they hear a noise outside, the masculine person jumps out of bed, grabs a stick or some shit that they've got near their bed, or they grab a weapon and they go outside to see what's going on. That's natural masculine energy because they're a protector, but they don't realize how bad it could be for them because they see it as being a small problem and they make a big problem small. On the other hand, women naturally who are more feminine tend to make small problems bigger and they'll over-exaggerate problems because as someone who is potentially going to get pregnant or is pregnant or has been pregnant, they have to make sure that the family is safe. And so by doing so, if they're walking through the forest or walking through the jungle and something's moving, they have to over-exaggerate that because it could kill the family. So feminine energy naturally over-exaggerates fears. Masculine energy under-exaggerates fears. So that can be a problem in communication because the female gets home from work or the feminine energy gets home from work and says, I've had all these problems, there's all this stress and there's all this shit. And the masculine energy now makes that big problem small. Now the feminine energy may be over-exaggerating it, but the masculine energy then depreciates it. And so the feminine energy feels misunderstood because they're trying to express themselves and express how they feel and express their worries and fears and concerns. And the masculine energy just goes, oh, it doesn't matter. It's not that big a deal. So the feminine energy feels misunderstood. It feels like it's unappreciated. It feels like its problems and concerns aren't being acknowledged. This is where people have massive communication problems in their intimate relationship. If you want to fuck up an intimate relationship, it's not understanding that. I talk about this stuff in Thrive Time. I also talk about why values are so important. Because if you have a couple and they don't understand each other's values, they are going to suppress the shit out of each other. They're going to suppress each other's values and they're going to have a partner at 50% of the partner that they fell in love with. I watched so many partners destroy their other partner's self-worth, self-confidence, self-respect, self-love without even knowing that they do it. And this is why couples in a relationship normally end up either breaking up or they become afraid of making decisions without their partner because they feel like their partner doesn't trust them. Like when I'm on the phone with a business owner and they say, I got to go ask my partner. I'm like, hang on, are you running the business or are they running the business? And they go, no, I'm, I'm the business owner. And I'm like, why the fuck are you going to ask them? And they go, well, I need to get their approval. Or I need to get their buy-in. And I'm like, so you're essentially taking something that you have a high value in, that you have a high skill in, and that you have higher risk tolerance than them. And you're going to go ask them if they can give you their feedback and their opinion about something that you're going to do. Does that not sound weird to you? Right. If you're a business owner, you're more entrepreneurial. You probably have a high risk tolerance. Therefore, if you go to ask your partner who has a lower risk tolerance, they're going to naturally become afraid and scared of the decision that you're about to make. So one of two things is going to happen. They're going to say, here's all the fears and all the reasons why you shouldn't do it, which then is going to suppress your ability to grow. Or what they're going to do is they're going to say, look, I don't think you should do it and you're going to do it anyway and you're going to piss them off. So what do you do? You should have just made the fucking decision and gone home and said, hey, look, here's the decision that I made. Here's why I made it. Make them feel safe because you're certain. Feminine energy wants safety and security. If you're uncertain about the decisions you make, you're showing them that you are unsure about yourself and your ability to make decisions. You're not a tribal leader. You're not a warrior. Feminine energy needs a warrior. They need safety. They need security. They need groundedness. 
They need the certainty of someone around them who makes decisions. Do you know when I say this at my events, especially like Thrive Time, most women stand up and they clap their hands because they're sick of being around a pussy as a fucking man or someone that they call their husband or their partner in an intimate relationship because the person can't make a fucking decision. It makes them feel unsafe. The male doesn't even know that by going to their intimate partner, their feminine partner, and asking for their approval that they, you're making them feel unsafe. This is all the things that happen by not knowing about masculine and feminine energy and the way that they communicate. Right, feminine energy is naturally indecisive because they're in flow. So they're thinking through all the different scenarios that could or couldn't be. And this is why sometimes when couples go out for dinner, the person who's the most feminine says, I wish you'd make a fucking decision. Because they literally want you to make a fucking decision. When I go out for dinner with Jess sometimes, I have the one ask rule. What do you want for dinner, honey? She'll say, I don't know. And I'll go, okay. You know, and she'll say, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. What do you want? Now, if she doesn't immediately say, this is what I want, because sometimes she will ask what I want for dinner as a courtesy when she knows what she wants. So if I make a decision then, I know I'm being a prick. So what I'll normally do, now sometimes I'm just decisive. I'll say, this is what I want. I'll say, what do you want, honey? And she'll say, I don't know what I want. And I go, okay, cool. And she'll say, well, what do you want? And I say, look, I'm not really sure yet. And I'll say, are you sure you don't know what you want? And if she says, I don't know, then I make a decision. It's the one ask rule. The first one is courteous. The second one is the actual decision. But sometimes I'll go out with her and she'll be decisive. She'll be more masculine. And so she'll say, this is what I want for dinner. At my events, normally she makes decisions around what I eat. Because normally when I break, I drop into my more feminine energy in order to heal, recover, and recuperate. Because feminine energy is a healing energy. So when I go to dinner, I'm indecisive because I've been so decisive and switched on. Like if I've been speaking for 15 hours, there's no way I can make a fucking decision around what I want to eat. I've been decisive for hours managing 10, 20, 50, 100 people in a room, right? The last thing that I want to do is think about what I want to eat. I've got decision fatigue. So I need to be feminine in that moment. So Jess will normally tell me what I'm going to eat for lunch and dinner. That way it's easy for me. I can just go, I can be more feminine. I can relax. I can recover and recuperate. And then I'm back on after lunch or after dinner. So I hope this helps. This was a discussion that I had with one of my clients. You know, I know that it helped his intimate relationship. The message that I got back from him was like, man, this is a game changer. I think he felt really upset in himself that he cared so much about his partner that he didn't realize the damage not knowing about these communication styles was having on his relationship. But what I also know was that he was pretty stoked that I was able to give him that. And he said his partner was a completely different person the day after they had that conversation because she was able to fully express herself and he was able to understand her through her feelings, which is super important. Anyway, Driven Mofos, if you've enjoyed this episode, please share it. I know there's so many people out there who need to hear this episode alone. If you have an intimate partner, share this episode with them, okay? Let them know about it. Instead of trying to explain it, just share it with them, get them to listen to it. And then share it with friends, share it with family, share it on your social media, because this episode may be a game changer and it may save a relationship. It may also save a family from communication breakdown. Now, by the way, sometimes in events, I go into hours just on masculine and feminine energy and communication. And even in business, I talk about the difference between masculine and feminine in business because it makes a difference as to how a business operates. And you need to know different roles need different types of energy. They need Some roles need more feminine energy, more creative energy. Some roles need more masculine energy and more decisive energy. You need to know this stuff because it will affect your hiring processes and it will affect your recruitment. It will affect the way you retain staff. It's a game changer. 
Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Also remember that the biggest difference is the more you work on your mindset. So this is what I was talking about with this client. I said, the great thing is, is that you're prepared to work on your mindset. If you didn't work on your mindset and you weren't developing personally, we would have never had this conversation. The greatest gift that you've given your intimate partner is that you've been working on your mindset. You've been developing yourself personally and diving into personal development. Because of that, you become a better man, which now allows you to support her more effectively, and she's going to become a better woman in that relationship. And because of that, you're going to become a better couple. That's how it works. So the more you work on your mindset, the greater the chances you are of being a greater father, a greater mother, a greater sister, a greater brother a better business owner, a better business leader, a better manager, a better staff member. The more you work on your mindset, the more everything else grows. You know, if he wasn't working on this stuff, he would not have grown to be able to be that supportive in his relationship. So the greatest gift that you can give to the world is consistently working on your own mindset and also developing yourself as much as you can personally. Take care, Driven Mofos. Have a great day. Keep your standards high. Keep crushing it. And remember, sharing's caring. <laughs>